This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Strangers and Aliens, episode 234. The Strangers and Aliens summer movie series. Wonder Woman road trip. Hello and welcome back to Strangers and Aliens, a podcast about faith, science fiction, fantasy, and imagination. And I am one of your hosts, Evan David, and I am not here alone. I am thrice not alone. I I am here with the normal co-host for the podcast. It's Ben Avery. Hi, I'm here, and I just put the van in drive, and we are... Hitting the road for our road trip. Road trip! And Evan is now going to introduce the two other people using just regular language to speak numbers. But yes, there are two other people here, and they are new to the show. So Evan is going to introduce Anna and... Snack. Steven. It's Zach. And um, Zach actually is not a stranger to the show in name because he is actually the founder to uh, the Tiny Panda Threads, which have sponsored the show in previous episodes. Did you see that guy? Was he mowing the street with a lawnmower? Did you see him? No. I saw he had a lawnmower. He's riding his lawnmower on the road. He's riding his lawnmower on the street. It's the walker. The walker. Yes. It's... Long story short, when I was in high, uh, in college here, 20 years ago, in this very neighborhood, there was a guy who used to walk all over the place, and I wondered whatever happened to him, and he's still alive, and he's still walking and smoking, but he's pushing a lawnmower, that's different. And we, and we just passed him. Anyway, back to, the, back to the introduction I was making, Zach is actually the founder of Tiny Panda Threads, who has sponsored the show in the past, and he has his wife, Anna, here, and they are excited to join us for Wonder Woman. Guys, why don't you say hello? Hello. How's it going? Hello. We're excited. I just realized I asked a, uh, an audience that is listening to this after the fact how they're doing. We'll just assume they're doing good. <laughs> Glad to hear it, guys. Glad to hear you're doing well. It's a common welcome, so it, it's okay. You don't have to worry about it. You're good. Yep. You say it all the time. And they can always respond with listener feedback, which we'll get to someday, you know? So, Ben. It's coming. Let's let's get started here. Wonder Woman, it's coming out. What are you thinking, feeling, your thoughts? Going to watch a movie tonight called Wonder Woman. And beyond that, I just hope it's good. I just want it to be not a bad DC superhero movie because we've had plenty that haven't exactly inspired. Indeed, indeed, of of late. And uh, Anna, Zach, your thoughts? Are you what are you what are you expecting out of the movie? What are you thinking? What are you feeling? Are you excited? Oh, definitely excited. Anna, how are you feeling? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I am excited to see Patty Jenkins as the director directing the movie. I haven't watched one of her movies before, but I've been kind of following her journey, and I'm really excited to see the the story that she's crafted. Um, I don't know that much about Wonder Woman though, so I'm, which is kind of nice because I'm going into it just to experience it, whatever it is, and I have no preconceived notions as to what it should be. Cool. Well, that's a good segue. So. What? Let's go over our um, history with the character, Ben. Before we do, Patty Jenkins 
Did you know she was on tap to direct Thor The Dark World? No way. Yes, she was going to, yeah, and I don't know what the story is behind why she didn't do it, um, but basically she's doing DC Woman Thor, so... (laughs) She said said the story she wanted to tell was different than the ones the producers wanted to tell. So she had a, she had an idea she had ideas for it and they didn't want to go that direction so she decided not to be a part of it. So does that mean DC's new strategy is essentially to just steal, <laughs> steal directors Marvel from people? Marvel now that Joss Whedon is wrapping up Justice League? Excuse me, I heard you don't want to be a part of Marvel anymore. Would you like to come to DC? We're a disaster. Please help us. Are they like knocking on doors like Mormon style? Like, hello, Joss Whedon. It is us, uh, DC producers. We're wondering if you'd heard about our uh, DC. Our dying universe. Universe. <laughs> we need help. <laughs> I think that's what's happening, honestly. <laughs> like, hey, Joss, I heard, hey, ba- Patty, I heard, I heard you guys were, uh, you know, just feeling like the joke of the producer life, and we'd like you to come fix. You can do whatever you want. We don't care. <laughs> we just need money. <laughs> so, history with the character. Who wants to go first? Anybody? Anybody? I'll go first. Um... Super Friends, when I was, what, three years old, four years old, watching Super Friends, Wonder Woman, she's there, she's one of the main characters, um, although I'm trying to think if when they show, like, the there's four characters in one hero shot toward the beginning of the opening credits, and I think it's Superman, Batman, Robin, and Aquaman, um, <laughs> but, I mean, she, she was there, so I knew of her there. And then also, of course, uh, Linda Carter's Wonder Woman was on TV around that time as well. So I knew her from the TV show. And so, you know, as a little, little kid on TV, we had the Incredible Hulk and we had Wonder Woman and Bionic Man. And so, you know, uh, Bionic Woman, they were all on TV. And so that's my early, early experience. And then, of course, in comic books, Justice League comic books, Super Friends comic books. I remember buying one comic book when I was in the store. I was flipping through it. I was probably six or seven. And there was a Hostess Twinkie ad with Wonder Woman in it. And as I was looking through it, my mom saw it and she said, oh, I don't know if that's, I don't don't think she used the word appropriate, but something like that. And I was like, well, you know, it's just in here. And she said, I think I might, maybe I'll color in her costume or something like that. Um, but anyway, it was, I mean, she was always a part of the gang of DC characters for me since, since the very, very beginning. And that's pretty much it for me though. I didn't buy Wonder Woman comic books. I just read about her in other people's comic books, you know, in the Justice League comic books, or if she would pop up in a, you know, a a Superman or something like that. But that's my history with the character. And so it, it's a long history, and it's just completely, completely intertwined. Christopher Reeve was Superman, and Linda Carter was Wonder Woman, and it was at the same time. And they'd be in magazines, you know, like kid magazines with superhero stuff in it, and they, they'd be there together, you know, and it was just, um, like, just natural. Like, that Wonder Woman is, she's just there. And she was, actually, I mean, if you think about it, as far as DC characters go on TV... Other than the cheese fest that was Batman, she was there and like she was a pretty big presence. So that's Wonder Woman for me. Cool. Now, Anna, you said that you don't really know much about her. What exposure have you had to the character? Um, I when I was young, we watched Superman cartoons that we got on DVD from Cracker Barrel. 
because we traveled a lot. So I had I watched a lot of Superman, but I got bored with him pretty fast. And it seemed like people said Superman and Wonder Woman in the same breath. So I sort of wasn't interested in her because I thought she was just a girl version of Superman and I didn't really like Superman. So I really didn't watch any of the cartoons or read the comics or watch the movie, TV show, anything really. And it wasn't until recently I realized she's her own person and kind of learned, I guess, a tiny bit about her backstory. Um, So I'm really excited to to learn more about her and and maybe get some comics and stuff because I've realized that she's, she's her own character. She's not just a ripoff of Batman, but a woman. So I'm really excited to get to know her more and understand her story a bit. Okay, so I'm going to hop in here and give my uh, probably least educated knowledge uh, slash backstory when it comes to Wonder Woman. I've always known who she is just because she's in the Justice League and I grew up a big fan of Batman. Not a huge fan of Superman, but I at least like absorbed the material. And then um, again... I, I don't feel like I ever saw a cartoon where it was just Wonder Woman, but she was always a part of the storyline. Um, but I just never um, really fell in love with any specific DC storyline that was like, you know, the, the main Justice League characters um, until uh, once DC started announcing the extended universe, something about knowing these characters forever and never getting i don't know i just never invested myself and found the storylines i loved so then when the movies were coming out i thought i started to desire that and oh my word if anything is the saving grace of batman versus superman in my humble opinion it's wonder woman so to see that movie and to just be i evan i know we evan and i've talked about this at length we have uh, vastly different opinions on it I can talk about it for hours, but shouldn't. I I shouldn't. I was I was. We're we're almost halfway to the theater. We don't have time. <laughs> exactly. We don't have time for an in depth breakdown of the uh, character problems I personally found with Superman. But in that movie, man, Wonder Woman just for me totally stole the show. And so after um, Suicide Squad, which is another movie that uh, I'll borrow Ben's term, did not inspire me. Um, I thought, man, I, I just, all my fingers and toes are crossed that this movie is going to be good because I just was so, I feel like we got like a teaser of Wonder Woman and now I just want to see this character kind of just totally kick butt and, and learn about her and, and what she what she's about and really just get, I feel like we haven't gotten a raw, really good DC origin story in a while. I feel like we haven't gotten to just experience a character really for the first time. So I hope this movie um, just gives us some good backstory. And I, uh, my exposure comes from the Justice League cartoon. I think that was my first real exposure to Wonder Woman. I mean, I saw Super Friends when I was little, but I really didn't pay much attention to her in there. But uh, I really love the Justice League cartoon, and I've kind of got, I've kind of had a, a love hate relationship with the character because. I love a lot of things about her, and I love what she stands for. Um, that she's, I like that she always tries to find a peaceful solution. You know, even though, like, Superman, sometimes, he'll try to go for the peaceful solution, but I think Wonder Woman is even more hard-bent toward that, um, where she'll try to use words even before, you know, taking somebody down. And, but when that inevitably and always will fail, because otherwise comic books, you know, they wouldn't be that interesting, uh, she is still so awesome that she can just take people down. I also, uh, The Lasso of Truth is one of my favorite comic book items ever. I think I've mentioned that before. Because truth, I mean, 
we as Christians, we understand how important and powerful truth is. And this is, this is an object that can force you to see and say the truth. And I just really, I think that's a really cool device. And also really cool that Wonder Woman is, it was created by the guy who invented the lie detector in real life. I just found that out today. That's so cool. Yeah, he also did some other things that's not so cool. Yes, yes, I've I've heard, I've heard that as also, but he's not exactly a feminist icon. Let's put it that way. No, um, but he created one. Yes, <laughs> but he the, one. the truth thing though. The truth thing. I love the truth thing. Yes. Uh, yep, yep. He does, and uh, yep. And the, and the things I, I don't like about the character are the Themyscira origin stuff but i can i can sidestep that in this case well i mean we're getting uh, there, there really is like this this kind of analog where you have captain america and superman and iron man and batman and thor and wonder woman where they have the mythological background and that that to me that's really cool i really like the mythological background and that goes back to you know again going back to early childhood loving the greek myths and and enjoying them and the fact that she's a part of those things and that her rogues gallery are like evil gods, you know, like Ares, God of War. Um, and so that's, that's something I'm excited about. I'm also excited because of the, the period piece idea here where you're in World War One, and they had to change it because Captain America. And so at least that's what I'm assuming because Captain America was a World War Two movie. And, you know, if they did put her in World War Two, I wonder how many people would be just, oh, come on, it's... Just, they're just copying, you know, but um, yeah, I, I'm I'm excited about that element, I, the mythological part. Uh, I've been curious, Evan, like how how magical does this have to get for you to turn against it? <laughs> well, I don't know, Ben, because I I was you know we talked in previous episodes. I was a little skeptical about. Uh, I was on the fence on the movie just because of the the mythological stuff. But then talking with you guys about how uh, Norse mythology brought C.S. Lewis to a place where he could, you know, become a Christian. It was a, it was a factor in that. And I was like, man, you know, um, guys in, not in, they, they were in the turning lane. What are they doing? <laughs> so I was like, you know, um, if, if God can use, you know, the Greek or the Norse gods in their stories to bring somebody to themselves, I, you know, who am I to rip on, you know, these myths and things. And, you know, I, I, we're not using them and the people who are making them are not using them for any sort of actual pagan worship or anything. So, and, and who knows what the actual stories are based on, uh, in the first place. They could, well, I mean, looking back at till we have faces where you have that whole thing with the mythology, but then there's this real truth that's behind things and around things. You know, if it's not behind that myth, it's just around the corner from that myth. And it's interesting. I mean, you do bring up, though, I mean, the one difference between just fantasy, you know, like Lord of the Rings, and this is that, you know, it's true, people did used to worship Zeus. And that's an interesting thing I was just thinking about today as I was thinking about this question for you, you know, how magical does it have to get for you to be turned against it? But um, just the idea that, yeah, they actually did worship Zeus and I mean people were sacrificed in the name of different gods that we're going to be seeing on the on the screen obviously we're seeing a fictional representation right. that's that's another thing this is DC Zeus right. not necessarily the you know true to the 
whatever. I don't know if they have scripture or whatever it is, but um, the myth. I mean, yeah, the, the myth. I, I will say, when I was in high school, reading a lot more about Greek mythology actually helped my spiritual development because I read all these gods with all this power and the way they used it to manipulate people made me so grateful to have a God who does not use power that way. And it was really helpful for me just to, to become closer to the Lord, to say, thank you for not being like this, for not being so fickle and petty and for loving us and not trying to manipulate us, but, but really, you know, just loving us and using your power for, for good and not just because they're, they're mad at someone. So they take down a city or something. So it, that's a small thing that um, mythology was helpful for me in my spiritual life. Yeah, well, to, and to borrow from Star Trek, the motion picture, the classic, one of the best movies ever, is to <laughs> say, um, <laughs> we all create God in our own image. And, I mean, that's what the Greeks were doing. Yeah. You know, they were in, extrapolating this these great powers that they were trying to figure out, okay, so where did this world come from? And if it came from these great powers, well... The, and the stories that, that came up from that were kind of the, in some ways, uh, the worst of our nature, yeah. you know. And you know the the Zeus Hera thing, where they're just at each other's throats the whole time, and Hera is so jealous because Zeus is out just doing stuff with every woman that he sees. Uh, I mean, it's just it's it's messy and it's it's yucky, but it's it's human. And and that is where I mean that's that's a big big part of the difference there obviously, but um, yeah I, that's a good some good insight I like that. To answer your question, uh, it might go over the line for me if they do like magic circles and chop somebody's head off and fill stuff with blood and you know that's what they did in the animated Wonder Woman movie, oh, really? and I was like eh. so bad anyway. <laughs> So, movie so much. So, if they don't go there, I think I'll be okay. What I've seen so based on the previews. What I've seen in the previews so far, I really like and I'm really looking forward to it and I really hope this is a movie where I can really enjoy Wonder Woman. I just tried to read her uh new 52 reboot origin story and there was some stuff in there that I was like, "Ah, man, I I can't keep this comic book." But I hope it doesn't go there in this movie i'm really i'm really hoping i can leave this and say i'm a wonder woman fan at least in this movie well we'll see i'm i'm excited we'll we'll see but there's there's a lot going for it um one thing being that it is patty instead of zach directing that's exactly right (laughs) oh goodness i i really and i've said this probably for the last two or three dc movies i've seen I feel like maybe this could be the one that I can just leave and like uh, without... If I can leave this movie and just like it without saying but, oh, I liked it, uh, but I think that'll be a success for me. Yeah. All right. So here we go. We're about to leave the car and venture into a land of wonder. And we're back. We saw a movie... It had a woman. She was wondrous. No one, no one said those words in the movie. And we're back. Me, Ben, Anna, Zach. Okay, guys. All right, quick, before we leave the parking lot, spoiler free, just general thoughts. What did you think? And did you like it? And would you recommend it? Let's give it to the woman in the car. Oh, great. Uh, I did like it overall. I'm still processing. It's still fresh. I have to think about it. Um... Definitely worth seeing. 
it was it was exciting. It was fun. I think it's my favorite of the DC one so far, which is not a lot to pick from, but I did enjoy it the most, and it felt the most cohesive. Uh, Suicide Squad and uh, Superman, Batman versus Superman, both felt very disjointed. I didn't follow the. It didn't feel like one story flowing together, and this one did. So I, I really enjoyed that part of it. Yeah, I'll say, definitely liked it. Definitely a good movie. Very much worth watching. Um, obviously, anyone who's into superheroes is going to go out and check this out. But I would say if you're just kind of toying with the DC Universe or you've more been just a Marvel fan, definitely worth checking out because I feel like it really explored the DC Universe a bit better. And I feel like we got an origin story. Like I feel like it was really cohesive. Um, uh, again, speaking in broad strokes... It felt really good to mostly just watch one character and her journey. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get more in depth here in a second, but very much worth seeing. Congrats to Patty Jenkins and the whole crew because, uh, yeah, definitely a success. Guys, I liked it a lot. <laughs> I did. I liked it a lot. It was everything that Anna and Zach are saying, I agree with. And, uh, I feel like finally we got a, I don't know, I feel like we finally got a superhero movie in the DC Universe. I know yeah. that's, that sounds weird because yeah. the other ones are chock full of superheroes, but Superman, or Man of Steel was like kind of depressing a little bit, mm-hmm. and I feel like Zod was more the main character than Superman, mm-hmm. and uh, then of course Batman v Superman, it's got, a, it's got some problems, and so does Suicide Squad, but here I feel like we finally got a, this is nice. This was a nice addition here. All right, Ben. All right. I liked it. I'm going to critique it because there's some things that I was thinking. just like, oh, interesting. That's not great. But there's some really, it's just a real, it's a well-made movie. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. And definitely cream of the crop for DC right now. And yeah, I mean, I think it's better than some of the, lower tier Marvel movies that we may not agree which ones are lower tier, but I think this is, yeah, yeah, but we're, we're going to play the spoiler organ and yeah, so I, I just, it's just trust us. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, but, uh, before we do, like I, I recommend it's good. It's a little more adult. Um, it, gets into some things with war and showing like the just how bad war is without much blood but it's still pretty pretty heart-wretching yeah um so anyway uh there's there's some intense moments but if you haven't seen it yet and you're listening to us right now um this is where i would say if you're not going to see it then don't but you can continue listening if you're going to see it you may not want to continue listening unless you don't mind spoilers because we're about to Put the car into drive, play the spoiler organ, and make our trip home. Okay, here we go. I've keyed up the spoiler organ. Get it? Keyed up and keys. All right, here we go. Spoilers. 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 And we're back. Okay, let's spoil this thing. We are driving. We are driving everything from this point. It's full-on spoilers. Talk about whatever we want to talk about. So, guys, let's start with what, a little bit more specific. What did you like? What did you like? 
I like this movie a lot, but I think I liked it better the first time I saw it when it was called Captain America, the first Avenger. <laughs> Just going to throw that out there. Beat for beat. This was Captain America. From the plane at the end with the doomsday weapon to um, the... Uh, ragtag band of people? Yeah, the ragtag band trying to get through enemy lines. And I, I was amazed how much it was just not necessarily lifted from Captain America, but definitely there was a lot of Captain America in this movie. There was lots of shields also. That too. That too. And the general definitely felt like a Red Skull type of... I mean, I, I'm watching this and I'm just thinking... They can't get more like Captain America. They, they wouldn't dare. And then, oh, no, they're going to put all the poison gas on an airplane. And we can't kill Wonder Woman and have her get frozen in ice or whatever. Uh, but we'll just have Steve Trevor do that job. And he'll be the one who goes in the plane. And he'll be the one, you know, while the superhero is, is down on the ground. And, you know, all they needed to do was talk about fondue and saying we, we never got that dance or whatever. I mean, they basically talked about fondue without without, yeah Yeah. and they did dance and you know steve was also named steve um (laughs) and and he yeah and he had blonde hair and yeah chiseled jaw secretly (laughs) now now i'm trying i'm trying to figure out you know could you have done the movie without doing this particular story and i think they could have but i was really surprised at that um yeah so that's out of the way Okay, but so what did you like? Uh, I liked, I liked Gal Gadot, 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 whatever, however you say her name. Um, as I was watching her as Wonder Woman, I was definitely getting a vibe of a Christopher Reeve, just the way she fit the character, and I liked, uh, I liked Steve Trevor as Captain Kirk. Um, I mean, I couldn't, I watching trailers I can't get Captain Kirk out of my head but watching this I mean he was he was Captain Kirk as far as just the just the way he played Captain Kirk it was and I liked him I liked him a lot I liked the storyline as much as we're you know following a plot that's so reminiscent of Captain America uh, it's still there was some good stuff because there is the emotion behind the story where she is this fish out of water she thinks she knows exactly what uh, the world is like and she's got this very naive understanding of truth and she knows the truth but she doesn't quite understand it and I like I like that element I mean there's there's a lot to like in this movie um, but yeah that's okay great Anna what do you think uh, things I liked um, in Batman versus Superman I that we had this character come in who was just full of confidence and wisdom and very strong and and you I mean I instantly liked her and appreciated her and in this movie I'm really glad I had that picture of her because it felt like she was naive for a lot of the movie but knowing that she was going to get to this place of understanding and wisdom it made me it made it more endearing as she was figuring stuff out and I really liked the journey knowing where she was going to end up 
um, and seeing her kind of try things and then realize she doesn't know what she's doing or, or face war and realize how terrible it actually is or, or have love and then lose it. And so I just thought it was really cool how they gave you the character first and then they gave you how she got to be that way. And it, it, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed understanding her better. That was probably my favorite thing. Evan, what did you like? Well, I liked uh, I liked a lot of it. Uh, I, re- yeah, uh, I liked Paradise Island. I liked all the set design and the, I mean, the visuals in this movie are beautiful. Um, one thing, you can't really knock the the DCEU for is they take what is on for the most part they take what is on the comic book page and just stick it on the screen and. I mean, this whole scene of the in the middle where she's going through the town fighting everybody, it's Wonder Woman, man. You're just looking at it. There she is. You don't have to squint. She's just up there on the screen. That's who it is. And I loved it. I loved the Lasso of Truth stuff. It was great. Um, the, the story, I, I personally, I mean, you can see some parallels to, to Captain America, but I thought it was different enough that, I didn't really I wasn't drawing any of those conclusions. Her own journey is very very different from right, his. Right. And so, I mean that's the difference. The 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 sameness comes from the okay so what are we plopping our hero into that she, so she can have something to do. And it's, it's the same somethings to do that that Steve Rogers had to do as well. I mean I can see that. Yep. Perfectly yep. Perfectly the same. But it's when I started laughing when they turned the corner and they're like, that's how they're going to do it. And then like, there's a giant experimental looking plane that it's world war one, not world war two. That's the, I couldn't believe I started laughing. Cause I know I was wondering why you were laughing at that part. I was like, what's so funny. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. So, uh, and I liked what they did with, uh, with Aries. I mean, they put him on the screen, man. I, sort of. <laughs> we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay. On that body. That's all I gotta say. Nice, nice mustache, Aries. The mustache. The mustache. I had problems with the mustache. Uh, and I was telling Ben, uh, that guy. I don't know his name as an actor, but he plays a great villain. Uh, he played uh Ben, my favorite role of his is from Dragonheart where he is Prince Einan, the villain. He's the prince? Well not the young prince, oh, but the grown up prince. That was twenty years ago. And it was ago. yeah, it was twenty years ago. And that's a I mean, he's a very good bad guy in that. Um going up against Dennis Quaid and Sean Connery. Any anyway, Zach, did you, you got anything to say back there? Yeah. I'll say uh a big bonus in this movie something i saw that i haven't really gotten to really see yet was um i i really feel like her character is a certain kind of perfect like in some of these superheroes they have doses of perfection like really really strong valiance or really really strong virtue um and then sometimes what becomes difficult is how do you like actually develop a character through that like when they when you just take one aspect of a person and push it to the max then like what do you write about what do you draw them through what's their struggle and that's something I always um, struggle with Superman on sometimes it doesn't feel like you're getting to see him grow as much because he's almost too too settled into himself and I really feel like in this movie we got to see a character who's very noble and very valiant still have struggles and the way they brought her through those struggles I guess I can talk now you know because we're in the spoiler zone 
um, seeing her really grapple with like, okay, what is humanity? And I'm different from them, but like, do I resonate with that? Um, and at the end, this kind of, um, struggle she had to deal with where maybe the ultimate thing she's fighting, um, maybe it's different than she expected. Maybe the way that plays out is different. Maybe it's day to day and it's not one act. And so to get to see a character who's kind of perfect in, in a, in a weird way, you know, in some ways, uh, to get to see her struggle and grow and change. I, I just really thought that was really unique that they took someone who, who felt very, very noble to begin with, but still were able to shape her as a character. Uh, before we move on to themes, cause there are some good ones, uh, in this movie, anybody got any nits they want to pick? Cause, uh, I got a couple. I, I have a, I, I mean, I've, I've given you my, my big one. I did want to say, I mean, there were times when I loved and times when I hated the, the style of things, um, where it just felt like it was too much. It definitely felt of a kind though, with the Zack Snyder stuff and just the way the action was filmed. Um, that was, there's just so much of it. And with Zack Snyder, you're expecting it so much. And with, with this, I didn't know what to expect. And it's just, oh, wow, okay. So we're going to keep going to that. I mean, in practice, the very beginning, they're just practicing their moves. And it's slow, dramatic slow-mo as we practice riding a horse. And, but then in the action scenes, especially the big mid-action scene where they're going into the town and taking down the bad guys in the town and... I'm watching this and just thinking, this is gorgeously done. This is wonderful. And I, I yeah. So I, I loved it and I hated it. You were talking about theme. That's another nitpick. And that is that for as much as they were kind of going for a subtlety as far as uh, Diana Prince, she is, you know, she has that perfection, but it's a naive perfection where she doesn't quite understand. Uh, there's a lot of subtlety to that character arc. Um, but there was not a lot of subtlety to some of those themes of, I mean, they just kept going back and just saying out loud, if nobody does anything, somebody needs to do something and you need to be the one to do the thing. And, you know, they said it over and over. And then Diana and Steve both had the same uh, story arc as far as uh, she has to leave. So she's going to do it anyway, even though they're told her not to. And then Steve has to leave. And he's going to do it anyway, even though they told him not to. And, you know, that, that's the nit. But it doesn't, it, it's not enough to make me say, you know, to turn on the movie or anything like that. Um, when the movie was done, I felt like this was a satisfying, a satisfying movie-going experience. You guys got any nits you want to pick? Uh, yeah, they had some weak dialogue. There were a few... There were a few lines where someone started half of a sentence and then dramatically paused for a really long time to finish it. Like, there was a part where she said, it's not what you're supposed to do. It's what I'm supposed to do. And <laughs> and so there were these, like, cheesy little lines that just... if Maybe if you said it quickly, it wouldn't be as bad, but they kept drawing out her big lines. And that, I mean, again, this is a really small thing, but it just... There were just a lot of kind of cheesy lines that kept coming up. Not in the necessarily back and forth dialogue scenes, more her statements of who she is. They just, they didn't ring truly authentic for me at a lot of parts in the movie. So that was a, a small thing. I'm going to pick on the mustache again. 
I just feel like it was such a great way to disguise the character and like put him in that time period and any other moment where he was not undercover like just lose the mustache. I feel like Ares the God of War can like use fire to like get rid of his well, stash or something. He had the mustache when he got cast Exactly, down to Earth exactly. And took off his helmet. And I'm like, your helmet comes off, you should have a like a majestic beard at minimum. Yeah. You Don't guys lose the mustache, just add the beard. Exactly. So this it just felt like I just felt like that broke the spell a little. And I don't feel like it I feel like there was some production meeting where one person was like, "No, it only makes sense if he has a stash." And that that person was wrong. <laughs> Maybe it was the actor is just like, "I'm not shaving this glorious mustache of mine." So you can uh, the mustache goes and I go. <laughs> It's his brand. That's like uh, the guy who played Joker in Batman 66. Yeah. They just make up over his mustache no with what? Yes. He kept the mustache. He that refused to shave of, it. That was one of his trademarks, though, as a, as a performer, was that mustache. And so he's like, I, I can't shave this off because when I go do other things, you know, I. And so he's. <laughs> they do. They cake on the, the white grease paint and. Ugh. <laughs> when you see close ups in high def, it is gross. So, mine it's to pick uh, the mustache thing, yeah. Uh, for one, I really wanted to see her fly. Um, and I wanted to see her do a fight scene without the sword and shield. Because the sword and shield are kind of a newer element for her in the comic books. And those, like, for me in my mind, a lot of iconic Wonder Woman uh, fight scenes are just her flying around without... She, all she's got is a lasso in her fists, you know. And so I would have loved to see some more of that. Maybe we'll get some more of that in the future. I don't know if they're going to make her fly because right now it just seems like she's leaping all over the place. But maybe they're just trying to differentiate her enough from Superman. But for me personally, I would love to see more of that iconic Wonder Woman flying around like and a bullet. They definitely were building her the pieces of her weapons throughout the movie. Like they started with just her fists and kind of training and then she kind of learned how to use the wrist cuffs and then she then she got the shield or I don't remember which order but they they kept adding pieces and through each fight scene she would add a different piece so I almost wonder if in the next movie they're going to add the flying more because they were building up to the things that she has but I don't know I feel like her powers were kind of like we're going through some Elsa shenanigans where what are your powers and (laughs) and how do they work you can make dresses. That Elsa can make dresses. Oh, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> she stole the dress. No, yeah. <laughs> you haven't seen Frozen. Do you have daughters? Nope, haven't seen it. Um. <laughs> okay, uh, there's an elephant in the room now, but we'll keep talking around it. Uh, I'm, whatever. But uh, no, <laughs> there is another another nit would be that there are some leaps in logic and leaps in plot that just happen because we have to get to the next thing and we don't have time for them to discover. You know, like when she all of a sudden just, this person that I've heard you talking about one time, that's the God of War. I know it is. And and it's just, I mean, it ended up being wrong, but at the same time it didn't matter because it was just kind of a, how, why would you even think that? Because you don't know this person. You've only heard now that he's doing this bad stuff. Um, and there's a couple different times where it's just like, all of a sudden, what, where, how do we get here? And I mean, that's, it's, it's a unfortunate reality of superhero movies is 
got to keep the thing moving, and that means sometimes you you just don't. You just got to pick a bad guy and yeah. fight them until they're not the bad guy. <laughs> I like that though. I I mean I I kind of knew that he wasn't, right. but I didn't know the guy who is Ares. I didn't realize that would, it would be him. He was one of my candidates. At one point, though, I'm like, no, too obvious. Or I dismissed him, and then I went. At one point, I thought it was Steve Trevor's British assistant. <laughs> Me too. I did too. My order was literally uh, Poison Face, then the British assistant, then Mustache Man. Yeah. Literally, I had two women Which, on the list. Here's the, mustache. the funny thing: in the middle of the movie, I thought I heard Zach say it's him, and then I went, "Oh, you're right. That totally makes sense. It's totally him." And at the end of the movie, I went, "You were right," and he goes. I didn't think it was him. So I don't know. Did I imagine that you said that? I don't know who said that, but I knew it was him from that moment, which I don't... Maybe Aries told me it was him. He was whispering in my ear. I don't know how I figured it. Hey, little mama, let me... I like, though, that... I mean, the, the whole... It felt like, oh, it was just plot moving again where the poison lady's like, oh, now I understand. No, it was Aries. He was... Yeah, that was, that was really nice. Because nice. um, I did actually... Her chemistry felt... A, I'm like, whatever. It's superhero science. But she's like, new bomb, new weapon, new thing. That I, and I was like, okay, that's a little quick. So that was a great, great oh, piece. Explanation, yeah. And then, of course, I mean, it, it casts with uh, the general. And she's like, I got this new thing for you. And that kind of makes you think, well, maybe it is Aries... But then you realize, oh, no, it's actually Aries just showing her how to do this thing. Right. I had this idea. It was so weird and random. I had this idea last night for a different gas, though. And it's just, oh, okay, well, I don't understand what's going on here until you get to the end. That was a good payoff there. Um, but as for the guy who actually was Aries, I thought he might turn around and be like a German spy or something. I did not think he was Aries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. I, an accent switch was the most I expected. <laughs> Also, that general just smelling whatever gas she gave him is not smart. She literally makes gas that kills people. And then she goes, hey, smell this new gas I made for you. And he's like, oh, yeah, I should totally breathe this in. This is probably going to be helpful. Just give it a good lift. Took to it like he knew what was happening. I know. It was just funny because I was like, maybe you shouldn't do that because she might be sabotaging you because she makes poison gas. That's her whole thing. But it, it worked out. I comfortable either. <laughs> I would have been freaking out. Been and he's like, like no, this her. is fine. She would never poison me, probably. Hopefully. <laughs> she was a candidate for, for Aries for me, yeah, though. Yeah, she was my too. first. Yeah. The mask, I mean, it's just classic misdirection. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was good on their part to to make you think it was her. So, Wonder Woman and Christianity. Okay. Wonder Woman, this movie, yeah. and Christianity. What do we think? What do you What do you got to say? Well, I want to hear if you got turned off. That was the whole beginning. Con- magic stuff. Yeah. Did, did, was there enough magic for you to be turned against? No. You know, it was. <laughs> there, there wasn't any. Magic. There, I know there was. I mean, they talk no about magic. it, I, but even like the Greek, even the yeah, she did say the snow was magic, like Elsa. Anyways, okay, so the um, even the Greek, you know, myths. They that's not the Greek myth story. That's like the Christian story. Well, that's like a Greek Ragnarok, which there isn't one. Right. But that's like okay, all the Greek myths happened. And this is kind of the end of all of the guys, you know. So now they're all dead, except yeah, for Ares. And you know. Zeus is apparently around somewhere still. Yeah, so he dead with his dying breath. He gave uh, the right. he gave the weapon to the, which is weird. With his dying breath, he gave the weapon to the. Mm. Oh, that's um, the was, was Wonder oh, Woman. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, but like Zeus creates the people, then. 
other other in his image and then other creation of Zeus corrupts the people. I mean, I'm like, mm, yeah, yeah, some good stuff going on there. And then the same. Call it good stuff. Like, well, I mean, I mean, it's it's a parallel. It's it's a piece of the truth that we know is the truth, which is the Bible, and it's clearly referencing, or it's not referencing, but it's clearly taking stuff from that story. Maybe. I mean, I don't know if it's intentional. That's the only I, thing. I don't know either. But I, I, like, I'm not an expert on Greek mythology. Maybe that is what happens in the Greek mythology. But as, in my experience, no, no it's not. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then the savior turns out to be a person who is half god, half. Man or woman? She's fully God, isn't she? She well, she, her no, because her mom's an Amazon. She's half God, half Amazon, okay. which is almost as good. Assuming though, assuming that because she she's talking about how she's not Amazon, the, the mom is. Yeah. And it was it a matter of okay, so we're asking now. Okay, did she birth Diana, or was she given? That's true. Creature, you know, that, that yeah. was given to her. Because that's, that's the thing that I couldn't quite tell. I mean, clearly Zeus was the father, but was it where he gave life to a, a clay thing? Well, no, Ares told her that it was a child between Zeus and Hippolyta, and he was wearing the lasso. That doesn't d- mean d- he, he had a child biologically. Like, that, that could still mean he gave life to the, to the clay, it, and that counts. She's enough God that it doesn't matter, though. Yeah. And... And that was one of the big themes is the whole idea of do they deserve to be helped or do they deserve and and it does come down to no they don't deserve they don't deserve it I don't understand what it meant when she and then they said it like three or four times it's not what they deserve it's what you believe that makes no sense it has absolutely no meaning it is just nonsense well when you extract but then the comment after that is she chooses to believe in love which if you squint. It's God loves us even though we don't deserve it. She says, and this is another just hey, we're not going to be subtle here. We're going to be Zack Snyder clone, but um, you know, love is the only thing that can save the world. I mean, they say it out loud at the end of the movie in the narration. Yes. Oh man, no, didn't didn't need to. That was one of those cheesy lines where I was like, "Did you have to say that though? Couldn't we just have inferred that you probably meant that?" I mean, there was enough build up for it when she said it. I was like, "I'm a little disappointed that you had to say that," but you know. Well, the whole narration was just clunky. It was the the narration was clunky. The whole I used to believe this, and then here's my story about why I don't believe this anymore because now I believe this. And yeah. it just, it, it was clunky. Yeah. It, it was felt clunky. a little, like, produced in to help things time with Justice League. I feel like the whole yeah. movie could have been, you could have just removed the modern elements and it would have oh. worked way better for me. That's another one of my nitpicks because now, now chronologically, I have to watch this thing after Batman v Superman and I can't watch it as a prequel movie. I'm yeah, so it's mad. It's not a prequel movie. It, it isn't. Throws off my groove, man. Um, I have a question. Does anyone know where she has been since World War One? Chilling. I mean, cause she's she, been. She said in the movie, "I have to stay here." I thought she was going to go back at the end and then come back because right. when when she comes up, Batman says, "Like, who is this girl? Who is this woman? Where did she come from?" So if she's been on Earth helping out for all these years, and neither Batman nor Superman has ever heard of her or seen her helping. She's helping behind the scenes, though. I think that I, I, I mean that's the easy solve. I, that's, she's, I'm just wondering if there was actually any clear lives. answers. Well, and Superman is new; he's been around for like a year and a half, and then 
Well, Batman never leaves Gotham City. But he's been... Batman is, first of all, the world's greatest detective. His intellect is off the charts. And he's monitoring stuff. And he's been Batman for, like... They they haven't really said, but it's, like, decades. I feel like if she had done anything noteworthy... She's so strong. She's not fighting, like, bad guys in alleys. She's... I mean, if she's going to fight someone, they're going to be pretty powerful. I, I don't know. I just, I just am wondering if they're going to tell us where she's been. And maybe they will in the next movie. Maybe they'll ask her or she'll mention it. Hopefully, because there, like, there was a second World War. And, exactly. you know, <laughs> so I don't know what she's doing. I feel, and that, that gave a nice... I mean, this is one of those things where tragedy is when you know something that the, the, the people in the story don't know. And you know what you're building toward. And this whole idea, I can kill Ares and then it's all done. The war is done. War is gone. And you're just watching and thinking, well, actually, there's another war after this one that's even bigger. You know, and and it gets really bad. And I think that's also another reason why it was good for them to move it to World War One, is so that it wasn't like Ares is the thing behind Hitler or something right. like that. Um, or World War Two is like the last greatest tragedy, which is sometimes... A theme yeah. in movies like after World War II, we were, were done with tragedy we're and good. wars weren't as yeah. bad. But there's there's still so much atrocities that have happened since then. And so there's, a, there's some good statements here, just looking at yeah, uh, you know the fallen nature of mankind, where yeah. like this this is just who we are, and that's where Ares is doing a good job of speaking truth, so he can get her to believe his lie. Mm. And yeah. I'll say just on the topic of themes, this this may be. Hopefully ties together, Anna, what you were saying, and Ben, what you were saying. I feel like potentially, maybe, what we're going to discover about Wonder Woman's character is that she realizes fighting isn't the answer unless it concerns some kind of non-human being. That's kind of my guess at this point, that throughout all of these wars, etc., she's realizing, I've killed people, and that's not my duty. Because that's something that in the movie felt like a naive character flaw um, where she was killing Germans. And I feel like she realized through the movie, okay, these are people, you know, they're not Ares. And so hopefully, my my guess is what she's going to realize is I need to help mankind through other ways. And then these events that are happening in Batman v Superman and Justice League are going to kind of call her back into action. That's my guess at this point. But again, we who knows what we'll discover about our character in the next movie. I think there should be a short film where Steve Rogers and Wonder Woman and Wolverine are all fighting in World War II. Because they all were probably there, you know. Plus, so they, could just all come uh, they are together. all owned by different movie studios at this yeah. point. If there's not going to be a movie, there's definitely a fan fiction out there right now <laughs> that you can go read. Um, so yeah, some good themes in this movie. Some easily parallels to the christian theme if you squint um and not it's some not even yeah. no there and some of the things we're talking about here is actually like there's subtlety to it and there's nuance to it and some of the stuff we're talking about there's not but the, the nuance subtle stuff i think is there and, it, and it's not squint worthy i mean it, it's just it's it's there the stuff that we actually try and like say look at this one we got big bright lights shining at, at this idea it's kind of not great, but the some of the stuff here, like with just where where mankind is going, and you know, I give them the weapons, but they're the ones who use it. I'm not making them use it. I'm not doing a thing. They're just doing it themselves. Watch, and it's 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 there, and it's it's nice. You know, it's it's. I think it's well done. I think it's a well made movie. 
um, you can see some corporate stuff on there, like the modern day frame, you know, clearly is there for one reason, one reason only. And that's because we want to see her where we last saw her. Justice League is coming. Yeah. Don't forget Justice League is coming. So, uh, you're saying about like, how do you wield truth? How, how she was trying to figure out how to wield truth and how Aries was wielding truth in the way that's, um, actually nefarious. And that's something we struggle with as Christians, right? We're, we're blessed with the truth. So how do we actually impact the world with that? You know, cause that involves love that involves faith that involves hope that involves a certain kind of action. It's not, it's not just having the truth and keeping it to ourselves or yelling the truth. It's figuring out how that plays out day to day, which is what one woman had to learn how to do. How does my truth affect other people and how do I share it in a way that's actually beneficial? All right. Final words, Zach, what's your final word here? Oh, and maybe give a star rating out of five. Okay, star rating out of five. Um, my final word is support women in film. <laughs> uh, definitely check it out. Um, uh, great movie, great stuff to talk about. Um, it's a good movie in the DC universe. Um, I would say on the scale of movies for me, I would put it at like a three and a half out of five for superhero movies. It's like a four out of five for DC movies. It's like six out of five. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I agree. I could do a separate podcast on women in this film and what, what that portrayed and how it was told. I loved, I loved feeling like a story was told about a woman and it felt more authentic than a movie's felt for a while. Um, that, that personal journey was, I just thought that was really good. Uh, star rating, I'd say a three for movies overall. I similar, I'd feel similar about the DC. I would say, yeah, it's probably, it's my favorite so far. Superhero movies in general. I don't know. I I have to think about it. It's hard for me to, to say right away how I feel. I, I still am processing it, but overall liked it. I'd give it, uh, a star rating. I'm going to give it a well, it's wavering between a 3.5 and a 4. So nice. take that for what it's worth. And, uh, yep, she, I mean, it was a great movie. I, I enjoyed her character. I mean, she can turn a hawk into a dove, stop a war with love, make a liar tell the truth. <laughs> and uh, now the world is ready, I think, for the next Wonder Woman movie and for the Justice League. That's all I'm gonna say. I got it in there, Ben. I got it in there. They didn't in the movie. They didn't reference anything. I mean, there wasn't. There was no cameo from Linda Carter. I mean, there was nothing. I mean, um, later, maybe another time, maybe another time. Sometime, sometime, someone has to call her Wonder Woman. Has anybody yet? Did they say that in, in Batman v Superman? No, and I'm no. sure what's going to happen is she's going to like stop a bus from crushing somebody, and that person's going to be like, "Whoa, what a wonderful woman!" Yeah, and it still just doesn't roll off the tongue. <laughs> There's still no, no one goes, "What a Wonder Woman!" No one says that. Like no. anyway, Stan Lee could pull it off. No, they, in in the. Uh, I'm trying to remember what the, the something they did something like that in the TV series where it was like everybody's favorite Wonder Woman or something like that, but it, yeah, not great. Um, <laughs> I don't know how they would be able to do it other than splash it up on a headline on a newspaper or, or somebody or like Aquaman throws a, like a sarcastic comment like oh Wonder Woman over here. Yeah. yeah. So I just wanted my my final word my final thought is just this idea that they have here of you know we're not worthy and we're not we don't deserve 
uh, to be helped. And I just love that they kept going back to that. And they didn't actually, well, no, they did. They did say it, I think, where she says they, they, they don't deserve it, but I'm going to do it anyway or something like that. But that's, I mean, that's us as, as Christians. We didn't deserve it. And we don't deserve anything that God has done for us. And, but he's done it, you know, and, um, and your neighbor doesn't deserve anything from you, but we do it anyway. You know, it's not, that's not, that's just not the way that God's love works. God's love is not a love that comes because you deserve it. It comes because he loves you. And, um, you know, and that's the only way you can change the world and change their minds with love. Um, yeah. So real quick, Evan, um, before we say goodbye and give them another plug for tiny Panda. panda, I was gonna say tiny threads, but, um, all the words. Yeah. Um, why don't you give us a little bit of information about our sponsor who did our artwork? Oh, yes. We need to talk about him now. Yes. Okay. So if you haven't noticed our new artwork on our podcast cover or on our website or on our Facebook page, that is done by Dog Wings, which uh, you can find at dogwings.us. It's a creative design studio run by my Uncle Chip. And we will talk more about it in our next episode. And I know this because we've already recorded the part where we talk more about this. But previously... We're like we're like the Wonder Woman movie out of continuity, um, so but we've had sponsors, other sponsors in the past, and one of those was Tiny Panda Threads. Zach, give us the lowdown real quick before you go. Yeah, so Tiny Panda Threads is a T-shirt company that I started with my sister, uh, who is now eight. And the way it works is she and I sit down, we doodle, we design T-shirts together, we sell them, and we give the proceeds to charity. So at least go check them out because they're fun. She has a fun imagination. Um, and I love doing it. It's uh, tinypandathreads.com is the URL. And Evan, thank you for letting me shamelessly plug my thing. Oh, we're all about shameless plugging here. Plug away shamelessly. Yes. So once again, thanks everybody for listening. Go check out this movie if you feel so inclined. And Ben, do you have anything else you want to say? I do. Godspeed. Thanks for listening to the Strangers and Aliens summer movie series. You can email us at podcast@strangersandaliens.com or leave us a voicemail at 1-804-37-ALIEN. That's 1-804-372-5436. We'd love to hear from you. You can also go to our website, strangersandaliens.com, leave a comment on the blog, or check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash strangersandaliens. We're also on Twitter, Strange and Alien. Check us out.